Hello, my name is Ethan Catterman, and I am a sophomore at Providence Baptist College. Welcome to Maverick Messages, where you will hear the soul-stirring sermons we hear each and every school day. Please enjoy the following Maverick message. Story. The story of Joseph. No doubt you've heard it from the youngest uh, little grade school classes and now all the way, you know, and so, but, but I'd like to give us some thoughts here that can help us. Um, I'm looking at some future ministry leaders here, Lord willing, maybe even a deacon, maybe even just a faithful church member one day, but, but, but Lord willing, I'm looking at some pastors, some missionaries, some youth pastors, some Sunday school, uh, uh, school teachers, some principals, and I, I believe the thought here can help you. In fact, this thought here is going to either make or break your ministry. This thought here is it going to make or break your marriage. It will. Uh, th- this thought here is going to really, it's going to make or break your life. Because I know so many people that, that they have not responded properly to what I've, I'm going to talk about today, and it's just messed up their life. Just messed it up. And I, I encourage young people, just, just pay attention to a, a 39-year-old that doesn't know a lot, but I know this book. Amen. I know this book. And with humility, I'd like to preach this morning. Can I pray and we'll start? Definitely, Father, Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to be at this great place, Providence Baptist College. Pastor Kavanaugh, what a great man he is. I appreciate this church and everything it stands for, Lord. That stands strong, Lord. May, may this church continue to do that. May you use Pastor Kavanaugh and Brother Hall and the staff here, Lord, I pray. I pray for each student, Lord. May your hand be upon them this semester. Help them to finish strong, Lord, and help them to go forward, Lord, and follow your will, Lord, whatever that be. I pray as I speak this morning, Lord, may your Holy Spirit please help me. I know of myself I have nothing to offer. I know that, Lord, but I know your word has very much to offer. And I pray that your word will be prevalent here this morning, Lord, we pray. I give you all the praise and glory from what's said and done. In your name we pray, amen. Joseph, we know the story. He's, he's now at the, he's about to introduce himself to his brothers. Joseph's a hurting person. He's a hurting person, let's be honest. At this phase in his life, he's a hurting person. I, I read an article a while back, years ago, and the, 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 the title just stuck out to me, out me, and I just read it. And as I read it, an uh, unsafe person, older person. And he made this statement, and, and I've never forgot this. He said, the baggage of life as you get older will wear you down. The hurts in life will wear you down. I understand that all of us, I can understand, believe it or not, I can understand being a college student. I know there's hurts. I remember, I remember Pastor Kevin on my senior year, my girlfriend broke up with me. That was a hurt. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for all your, you know, thank you. Thank you. Anybody else, don't raise your hand. Uh, you know, but God's got somebody for you. Can I say that? He'll give you somebody. But, but there's hurts, and I understand that. Maybe there's hurts in your family. But can I tell you this? The older you get, the hurts are only going to get worse. They're only going to get worse. And I'm going to speak this morning on this idea of forgiveness. Forgiveness. Even this week, I'll be a little transparent. There was someone in my church that hurt me. I don't think they meant to, Pastor Kavanaugh, because I thought about it. and I was even praying about it. I think the Holy Spirit kind of helped me with some things. But I, it hurt. And, and we, all, we, we all struggle with this idea of forgiveness. And I'd like to give us some thoughts from the idea of Joseph here, just to help us. 
The Bible says in Ephesians 4.32, Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Uh, it says in Mark 11.25, And when you stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Matthew 6.15 says this, But if ye forgive men not their trespasses, this is scary, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. 1 John 1.9 says this, and we, love, we all love this verse, If we conf confess our sins, He and faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We like that verse. But we like for God to forgive us. But the problem is many of us today are holding someone in our heart that we cannot forgive, if we're honest. All of us are, from the oldest to the youngest. We all are. We struggle with that. And, and Joseph here, let, let's start it. Ver, Joseph, verse number one here, 45, verse one. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all that stood by him, and he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him. Can, can I say point number one here, if you're taking notes? Point number one, with steps of forgiveness, or the road to forgiveness. The road to forgiveness, there is not a crowd. You say, what are you, what are you saying there? We live in a, a society today... Who has a Facebook? Okay, only a couple people do. Are we not allowed to do that? I don't know. It, it, pr praise the Lord, you're not. I don't have one either. Uh, Instagram. I mean, social media. Hey, you know how many people get on social media and bear their grievances, how they've been hurt in life? Our, our lives are, are transparent now, young people. I, I, I'm not really, Brother Todd, I, I'm, a more, I'm not a private person, but, you know, to me, I, we, we, my wife has Facebook. I don't. Um, I, in my essential class, I post our lessons, but that's it, Brother Johnson. I'm, I'm not really a Facebook person. I'm not against it. I think there's a lot of good things we can do, the gospel and the different things. But a, a lot of the ways it's used is just to promote hurt. Uh, we, we live in the idea of the, this social justice. Heard that before? Uh, where, 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 there's, where there's things that can never be forgiven. It's interesting to me. And yet, as I study life of Joseph, I kind of remember he was sold into slavery. Um, I kind of remember he, you know, he was in Potiphar's house, he's in prison. I mean, so, so we're looking at a guy here that he's experienced a lot of hurt. And can I say this? More hurt than probably anyone in this room has experienced, too. And he, he calls everyone, go out. Go out. No, no, one, no one with me. I'm going to take my watch off here and make sure I don't go over time here real quick. Forgive me. Years ago, I was at a church in Wyoming, and there was a man. He, was, he led the music, and the pastor there, he went out of town for a week, and he said, hey, I want you to lead the music. And I said, okay. And I did it, and I didn't do it. Brother Hall, you do a great job. He does a great job leading the music. It, but, but I like doing it. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I like it, and I enjoy it. And I, I try to have energy. I'm not a great singer once again, but I, I like doing it. It's fun. And I, I just got up, and I just had a good time with it. And the people sang, and, and the pastor the next week said, you know, I want you to keep doing that. It's like, okay, well, you're going you're gonna to talk to that other guy, right? Oh, yeah, sure, I'll talk to him. I was like, okay. I was like, I don't want to. So and he sat on a platform with me. He's just a lame in our church. You know what happened? 
that guy got hurt. And for the next year, our conversation was kind of awkward. <laughs> and I'm like right next to him. I mean, each service, it was like, this is fun, Lord. <laughs> you know, and, and it's just, it's, I, I was always trying to be kind to him and just, if, if I could, just help him. Because I'm, I'm one of the staff of the church. I want to love, this is a member in our church. I'm going to love him. And a year later, he, he said, you know what, Brother Paul, I'd like to go out to eat with you. Oh, I don't know about that. You know, I said, okay. I didn't know how that was going to go. I said, okay. And we went out to eat, and he proceeded to tell me, you know what, I've held some bitterness and hurt my heart, and I need to ask for forgiveness. He didn't have a crowd. He didn't post it. We just met, and I immediately said, you know what, don't even ask. You're forgiven. In fact, I, I even told him, I said, look, if I've done anything, if I've added to it, Maybe in a spirit of pride, I've stood by you, and not meaning to, but maybe, maybe I've caused some of the hurt too. Please forgive me. And, and when, you're looking, you're, when you're looking for forgiveness, there's no one else around us. It's between you and the person. That, that, that's where we need to get at, you and the person. In the ministry, if you hurt a church member, Lord help you, don't do that. Don't, you can't say this, if you're not the pastor... I preach in the pulpit regularly. I'm very careful that I don't hurt my church, brother. brother well, sorry, not my church, but it's God's church. But Pastor Mark's the pastor. I don't want to hurt. I don't have that right. You know, you say, well, I, I got this message and it's so good. I'd be careful. You're not the pastor. Just trying to help us here. It's, it's so as we're, as we're in the ministry and, and we're working with people, people are going to hurt us. And we might have to meet with someone face-to-face. No one else is there. So put yourself in a scene. Everyone's leaving. It's just Joseph and his brothers. they got to be nervous, right? (laughs) They don't know this is Joseph. Uh, They they just know this is the the second in control of the most powerful empire at the time. And and they're a bunch of just nobodies, and and they're with him. What's going to happen here? Look at verse number 2. And he wept aloud. That always confuses me. I think, Joseph, why are you weeping? You've done nothing wrong. You're the innocent victim, right? Everybody's a victim nowadays. You're the innocent party. You've done nothing. Can we go to chapter 37? In my Bible class, we've been studying the book of Daniel. And I, I love teaching God's word. It's, it's so much fun. I enjoy God's word. And, and, and Nebuchadnezzar, he had a lot of pride in his heart. We've just been going over chapter 4. And it's amazing that chapter. You've got to read that chapter. Just the work that God did in Nebuchadnezzar's heart. God dealt with his pride. But I see some of the pride from Joseph here. Look at, look at verse number 4. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him. So, he's the youngest He's gotten all the special privileges. His brothers know it, and I think even Joseph knows it. Joseph knows they don't like him. But then look what Joseph does. Look at verse number 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream. Nothing wrong with having a dream. Nothing wrong with having goals. Nothing wrong with that. God gave him this. And he said to them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. He's telling all the brothers. Once again, all the ones that don't like him, all the ones that hate him, all the ones that have a problem with him, uh, Hear my dream, brothers. Hear, hear this dream. I mean, hear this dream that I've had. I, I, I dreamed there was some, the Bible says, some sheaves, and they stood around, 
and they all bowed down to me. Hey, you oldest brother. I mean, he had some mean brothers. You, you studied about it. Hey, you. You're going to bow down to me. Yeah, what do you think about that? I, I, I got three boys. I should introduce my wife. My wife's back there. My name is Paul. This is Paola. And we didn't plan that one. But we did plan Josiah, Joel, and Jonathan. Those are all the same. P and P. You don't get it. Never uh, Go back to sleep. Uh, so and jo- Jonathan, he's the youngest. And he loves to tell his brothers what to do. He loves it. He loves to boss them around. Can I say that's pride? Joseph's got pride here. He even goes further. He says, look at the stars. Oh, all the stars, and they bow down to me. And his dad goes, why are you saying this, Joseph? What are you saying? Can I say on the road to forgiveness, number two here? We should have some remorse because it's a two-way street. Relationships are a two-way street. You know, there's some husband and wives in our church, in my church, Berean Baptist Church, they're struggling. And you know what I've learned? (laughs) One person will say the other person's a problem. And the other person will say the other person's a problem. And we're good at that. Hey, you you don't know what my dad did to me, Brother Paul. You're right, I don't. You you don't know what my mom or whoever, or or this teacher who named the person, you don't know what they did to me. I'm innocent. Really? You're without sin? You've never done anything wrong? Like you never disobeyed your mom and dad? You were the perfect child. Oh, please come up. Let, let's, let's give you the award here. I mean, th- I mean, think about that for a second. You're, you're perfect. And can, can I say, your parents, they're, they're trying. You, wait till you have a child. Just wait. Before you start throwing stones. I, I know many of our teenagers at our church, I help with chapels, and I, I've preached, I think, five times this year. I, I, I can tell some of them, they have some issues with their parents. But I can say this, they're part of the problem, too. Now, maybe mom and dad need to change, but, it, but it's a two-way street. And so, number one, I see there's no one else around. He sends them all out. He starts weeping. they got to be confused. Why is this guy crying? And he's like, the second in control. I mean, what's he crying about? Verse 3. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am Joseph. I see number three. Say only what needs to be said. Think about that. All he said was, I am Joseph. Just me. Once again, I have Bible commentary that I saw. Uh, uh, Pastor Gomez, his library there, have me. Just for me, I think he said in the same tone. I, think, I don't think he yelled it. I think he just said, I am Joseph. Uh, by the way, the Joseph that was thrown into a pit, and the Bible says that he was hurting and crying and his brothers ignored it, that Joseph. Uh, by the way, the one that was sold for 20 pieces of silver, that Joseph. Uh, by the way, the one that was, he was at Potiphar's house, that Joseph. And then he was falsely accused. That Joseph. And then when he went to prison, that Joseph. Just that Joseph. He didn't go into any of those details. You notice that? He just said, I am Joseph. Many times we add on to it. We pile it on. I could have done that with that man. I could have said, well, my goodness, forgive you? 
what you've done the past year. And it was more, th- I mean, I, I could have piled it on him if I wanted to. I wasn't going to do it. And, and the person that hurts you, when they come for forgiveness or you go to forgiveness, don't pile it on. Just say what needs to be said. I am Joseph. You know one of the things we need to be careful? Extreme statements. Like, like <laughs> I tell, I have a couple's class, but I tell my couples all the time, don't say you always. Well, you always do this. Well, they don't always do it. You're lying. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, uh, husband, yeah, you never bring your dirty clothes down the laundry room, husband. I mean, you never do it. Well, that's not true. Wait, wait, wait. So many times we go extreme. But we go extreme. Well, well, they all, my parents never did anything right in my life. That's crazy. Now, once again, like I said, they're human. They probably made some mistakes. Be careful. Say only what needs to be said. I think I can say so much more on that. I'm going to stop there. Verse number four. And Joseph said unto his brethren. So, so put the, he, he calls everyone out. He starts weeping. They're looking at him like, man, what is he? He's having an emotional breakdown. What's going on here? Uh, I am Joseph. Whoa. Boy, that was a bomb. And maybe in their mind, they started, possibly, maybe, thinking about that dream. Whoa. You're Joseph? Whoa. We know what we did to you. Whew. And Joseph said to his brethren, this is a unique statement. Look at this. Come near to me. Wow. He's weeping. Do you see him? He's weeping. He's crying. No doubt the tears are still coming down. I'm Joseph. Come near to me. Can I say next? Try to restore or bring the relationship as close as possible. You see Joseph, he's, he's weeping, he's crying, and his brothers are probably thinking, I don't want to get close to you, Joseph. You're going to stab me in the back or something, buddy. Come near. And isn't that the heart of our Savior? Last time I checked, I've sinned. But the Bible says this in Psalms 136, verse 12, with a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. Mercy is something that we deserve. Like we deserve the judgment of God. Every one of us in here do. We deserve it, but God withholds it every day. So, so, so whoever in your mind right now, you're thinking, uh, I have an issue with this person. Stop. Stop. Because the Savior has way more issues with you. And he's withholding his judgment on you. And he wants the relationship restored. Why can't we desire the same as God? Whoever that person is right now. Well, why can't we desire the same as God? Hey, can I make it right? And you say, Brother Paul, I don't think this person would talk to me. Then you do your part to make it right. And I, I, could, go, I could give stories on that, and I'm not going to. Uh, but but I, there's been times where I've just had to make it right for myself, knowing that that person would probably never talk to me. But I said, you know what? God, in my heart, I'm going to forgive. In my heart, I'll be right. And as po- soon as possible, if they ever allow it, I want to be right with them. 
and allow the relationship, if, if it's possible. Now, sometimes it's not. I understand that. But we should always do our part. We are the Christians. At least we say we are. So I see number four. I see strive to be as close as possible. Hey, hey, hey boys, brothers, come near. You see the tears in his eyes? Come near. Come near. And lastly, look at verse number five. Now, therefore, be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, you sold me hither for God. Look at verse number seven. And God. Look at verse number eight. But God. Those are all good statements to live by. Number five, remember, God is in control. God's in control. Can I say this? Whatever hurt that you've experienced, God can take that and make it right. He's very capable of doing that. See, many times this world does a thing where I'm going to make it right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct this problem. No, no. Let God correct it. That, that's what Joseph's saying right there. I've learned that God's going to make this right, guys. What you made wrong, God made right. God did it. Now, 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 once again, you say, I can solve it. No, you can't. Because what you're going to do is you're just going to make it more of a mess. <laughs> you're going to bring more damage. God brought this. Think about it, guys. God brought this thing that was a big mess, and he just fixed it. God's able. Bob says God's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. That's my God. Is that your God? There's a lady, her life, and if I could just read this, follow along with me. Her, her name is Eva Kaur. And at the age of 10, she was born. Or excuse me, at the age of 10, uh, she had a, sorry, she was born. That, that'd be kind of weird. Of course, nowadays, we could probably say that nowadays. I was born at 10. That's what I believe. That's what I think. You know, we could probably say that. She had a twin sister named Miriam. At the age of 10, they were taken to Auschwitz. Hmm. I, I, I love history. I've studied a lot of history. I like history. And, and they were under the Dr. Mingley. If you ever studied Dr. Mingley, he was a very evil man. And with twins, they would perform different things, stick, inject this, and then, and then watch, watch this one, and inject this one. Just, it was, they were just test subjects. And Miriam and her were part of a group of children who were alive for one reason only, to be a human guinea pigs. Because we were twins, we were using a variety of experiments. Six to eight hours, they measure, they study, they do for stuff. I'm not going to go into all the details, but I mean, they would, they would just, it, it was, they, they weren't even people. We understand that. And in another experiment, they would take the blood from one injection, they'd inject in the other, and they, they, they would just mess around with them. And, and she got so sick one day, and if one of the twins died, the other one would be killed. And she's laying in a hospital bed, and she's just begging to live and saying, I must live, I must live, because if I die, my sister's going to die. And somehow, some way, we know it was God, but she, she survived. And on January 27, 1945, four days before my 11th birthday, I was liberated. After nine months of refugee, refugee camps, I returned to Romania to find that no one from my family had survived. 
No one. Years later, in the, in the late 70s, there was a show called Echoes from Auschwitz. She had not spoke about this at all. She just kept it all to herself, and she watched the show. She was invited in 1993 to uh, lecture with some doctors, and they even brought a Nazi doctor there. She said, I thought it was a mad request. I contacted him, the doctor in Germany, and said we would meet with me for a videotape interview at the, the, the conference here. In January 1993, I was on my way to meet this Nazi doctor. I was so scared. When I arrived at his home, he treated me with the utmost respect. I asked him if he had seen the gas chambers. He said this was a nightmare he dealt with every day of his life. I was surprised that Nazis had nightmares too. She goes on to, for time's sake, she goes on and she, she, after meeting this doctor, she, she determines in her heart after several years, I must forgive. And they had a, a big uh, memorial for Auschwitz there. And at the memorial, 1995, the 50th anniversary, she decided in her heart, I am going to write and give this doctor a, a forgiveness note and forgive him. But I'm also going to forgive Dr. Mingley. Obviously, he's not alive. I, I, there's going to be a one, one-sided forgiveness. The day I forgave the Nazis, this is her words, privately I forgave my, and this shocked me when I read this, privately I forgave my parents, parents, who I hated all my life for having not saved me from Auschwitz. That is crazy. You, 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 see where, you see where unforgiveness brings you? I mean, she hated her parents. What were they going to do? We know the Nazis had control. There was no rescuing there. That's crazy. But she hated them. I hate them. Children expect their parents to protect them. Mine couldn't. And then I forgave myself for hating my parents. Forgiveness, she says, is really nothing more than an act of self-healing and self-empowerment. Can I say this? The only person that's going to get hurt with unforgiveness is you. And the only person that was hurt was her. It's the only one. Her parents were dead. She still hates them. Can we look at one more verse? We'll be done. Luke chapter 24 and verse 34. Now we see Joseph's forgiveness. And once again, I don't really see there where his brothers even asked. He just reciprocated and said, look, we need to get this right, guys. We see Eva Kaur, and once again, she's an unsaved person, and I, I, I hope she's saved, but I don't think she was. I just think she just realized I need to get this right. But Luke chapter 24, verse number 34, this is the ultimate act of forgiveness right here. Look at this. Then said Jesus on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Wow. On the cross. I, I don't know all the names. We could go down the list. Father, forgive him. Father, forgive her. Father, forgive her. Now, she's not asking for forgiveness, Father, but forgive him and, and forgive him. God, God he's going to take a long time to get saved. He's going to reject me and mock me, but Father, forgive him. Forgive them. We like the song, don't we? <laughs> Great is thy faithfulness. We all like that song, don't we? 
The song goes like this. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Here's the key. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. Every day, God says, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. You're mine. You're saved. You're forgiven. Why can't we forgive someone else? Hmm. But yet, many of us, we're only going to hurt ourselves. Can I say this? Before you get married, deal with your unforgiveness, girls, guys. Deal with it. Because you're just going to take it in the marriage, and it's going to be a mess. Deal with it. Deal with it before you get into ministry. Because people are going to hurt you. And sometimes it's not always on purpose. But as we know, the statement's old, hurting people hurt people. We are pastors and, 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 and ministry leaders, whatever that is. And, and, and we are going to work with people that are hurting. And they're not purposely. For me, I believe most of the time people don't purposely hurt me. But it happens. And I just have to, every time, just forgive and move on. And I'm not saying I always meet with them and have, it's just, it's okay. I'm not going to hold in my heart. May God help us. May God help us to learn this idea of forgiveness. And it ultimately started right here on the cross. Praise the Lord. Please tune in again for another Maverick message.